Welcome back to the Run to Improve Podcast Hour with your host, Run Aficionado Santos. Hey guys, thank you for joining me this morning. It's a beautiful Sunday. I just finished running sawmill. My legs and body felt like I just got hit by a train. And that's courtesy of, I would say, Coach Ryan uh, or Coach Rhino. He is one of the top uh, scouts for Triple Dare. He comes up with the best running trails ever, and they also work you out. So let me just tell you, this race was the inaugural, and I'm sorry if I say that wrong, but it was the first of many to come for 2019. This is the first ever type of race that Triple Dare hosted as a relay race. So in the beginning, I was actually signed up as a solo runner. I was going to go out there and put up 35 miles, you know, from 7 a.m. to about 9 p.m. The goal would have been to put up 35 miles. However, during this time, um, before everything was finalized, I actually got notified by two other team members from Ava's Avengers that they wanted to go ahead and participate in this event. So they wanted to see if I wanted to join the team. I said, sure, why not? Let me join your team. So I joined the Eva's Avengers team and I let Triple Dare know that I'm not gonna do the solo run no more. And they changed it over and here I was, now part of Eva's Avengers. And it was about, I would say May 10th when we actually met up. Um, and it was actually pretty cool. Um, Connie, she took the initiative and made an event or made an appointment for us to meet up and we could talk about sawmill, get everything together, see what we need as far as packing, if we're gonna camp out there. So we kind of talked about all this. And what was kind of nice is that she brought us each portfolios with all the races, all the details regarding the race and what we need to be doing, how we're gonna be planning this, what are we gonna do for training. So we came down to the conclusion that we would get on RunKeeper, create a weekly challenge where we're going to be running a certain amount of miles to get us ready for sawmill in June. June 1st, that is. So during this time, we did that. Uh, we all went back our separate ways. We managed to keep on track of our training through RunKeeper. So if you guys never use RunKeeper, I suggest you do it. There's also a feature there, Challenge where you could create a challenge and you can invite your friends to join your challenge so that way you can keep track of each other and see what progress you guys are doing, how many miles you're doing, what you're going to keep a track of basically. And RunKeeper helps you with that. So that way you're on top of everything. So the time came, guys. It was already uh, May 31st. That was a Friday. You know, I had to get ready. I had my stuff ready. I had my shorts, my socks, my shoes, uh, my sweaters, because I knew it was going to be cold out there, especially up in uh, Sawmill, Nevada, where we were. Um, basically, it's near Lee Canyon and Mount Charleston. So once it, the sun drops, it gets cold, like 34 degrees, guys. So it was super cold out there. Um, but luckily, like I said, I had all my stuff ready, all my gear ready. Uh, I did a gear check. To make sure I haven't missed anything. On top of that, I brought waters, Gatorade, batteries, uh, basically little things that we needed. 
At the same time, the ladies, uh, Connie, and our second team member, Kayla, they took care of the food. They made sure that we had everything from Pedialyte to crackers to soups to chocolate to first aid kits. So they managed to cover everything. So nothing was missed as far as that. So that day on Friday, after I got off work, I was trying to be there earlier, but unfortunately I wasn't because I had to finish work. I didn't have no more PTO. So at 4.30, I needed to go pick up my lady, Elizabeth. So I went to go ahead and do that, picked her up, made sure she got her dinner and took her home. And I was off on the road by 6.30. I actually didn't get up to Sawmill, uh, Nevada until 7.30ish or so. And by then, it was kind of nice. The first person that I saw as I'm driving into the place is the friendly, emotional panda, aka John Sterling from Achilles. He was out there showing his support, dressed in a panda suit, so that was kind of hilarious. I do have pictures, so if you follow me on Facebook, I will be sharing those pictures, so keep an eye out for those. So after that, I asked him, hey, do you know where uh, Connie and Kayla are? He's like, nah, I'm not sure, but further in, you could. They might be there because there's a lot of people down there. So I decided to park their car and I walked around for a little bit, walked up the trails, and sure enough, there's a bunch of people camping. I also took pictures of the camper so that way you can see what it's all about when you do these type of events. Especially when it's an overnight event, you're camping, you're enjoying yourself with your friends, with your family, with the community that you are involved with. So it's always a good thing. So I managed to find Connie and Kayla. They had everything set up. They had two tents. One tent was just the kitchen. The other tent was where we were going to sleep at. I was like, wow, I was fully impressed. You know, I didn't have to do anything as far as that. So I thanked them. I make sure to give my share of the food, you know, cause nothing's free, you gotta make sure it costs, or you gotta make sure it's even, you know, I believe in fairness, 50-50, especially among all three, that's the way it should be, you know, so that way everybody pitches in and everybody feels good about it. So, I got, I walked back to the car, I drove through the rocks and through the trails to get to where we were at. I parked, I got my stuff out, and, it was good, you know, we were, we were chit-chatting, just mingling. Then I went back to the main section where everybody's at, where Aubrey, Heidi, Aaron, James. Um, by the way, guys, shout outs to you. Uh, you guys did an awesome job. This race was excellent. It was hard as heck, but trust me, for those that finished it, it was a rewarding experience. So thank you for that triple there and Crystal Combs. So like I was saying, I went back down there and mingled with them and talked to them. I took pictures with Aubrey, with James, with Eric, um, with Heidi. So everything was beautiful. I managed to, I, I at least tried to register, but my team already registered for me, which is cool. Uh, I got a nice sawmill shirt, um, my size 3X, which is perfect. You know, sometimes those 2X don't fit me right. Um, but yeah, so they managed to give me a nice uh, 3X shirt and everything was good, you know. By this time it's already 9, 9.30. Um, Kayla, she was out there with me along with Connie. She's like, hey, are you hungry? I'm like, yeah, a little bit. I managed not to eat much. 
she's like, well, I have some frozen TV dinners. We'll go ahead and cook it. And that's what we did. So it was kind of funny. This is an experience. A foiled wrap TV dinner don't cook well on a propane grill unless you have like an actual uh, a flat burner or a flat piece of metal that you put on top of the grill where you can kind of heat up the, of the, the foil dinner food but it wasn't working the the burner was just burning the foil paper so after 30 minutes of trying to heat this up we decided you know what let's just take this foil paper food or packet and go hit it up in the main uh, section where they had the, uh, the barbecue kits going they had other people were actually cooking food that way so I grabbed the, the packaged food and I went out there I went back to the main area I asked coach Ryan if I could use his grill that he had going he's like yeah put it on there so I put it on there and I cooked it for like maybe 30 40 minutes because this was chicken so I like to be very thorough when I cook the chicken and sure enough once it was cooked oh my god it smelled delicious so shout outs to Kayla on the TV dinners that chicken with the potatoes and the glazed onions with the salt and pepper and all the fixings was on point thank you and I did not get sick so that means I cooked that chicken thoroughly um, but yeah um, other than that, after that, after I ate, I relaxed for a little bit and I decided it was time to hit the hay. And we went ahead and went to bed. Now, once we got to the tent, I had to set everything up. Um, shout outs to Jessica Candido for letting me borrow her tent and for letting me borrow her sleeping mattress. I did not use the tent, but I did use the mattress. Um, mattress just had a little hole which I managed to patch up uh, and it was working fine you know I managed to turn it on it was a self inflatable air mattress so that's always a good thing you know you don't have to plug in things and things like that so it was able to fill up without no problem and I noticed where the hole was so I patched it up and I made the bed and I decided to go to bed um, so the air mattress is still there everything is good Everybody's now in bed by 11.30. So now, I'm sleeping, sleeping, sleeping. By like 2.30, 3 o'clock, there's no more air in the mattress. I'm laying on the floor. My back is hurting. And I was like, oh man, this sucks. I need to, need to get up or if I turn this on, so I make noise. So I decided just to grab my sleeping bag and I walked over to my car and I closed the door. And I slept in the car. I managed to fall asleep until about 5:30, when I naturally woke up and we got ready. We washed. I washed myself. The girls got themselves ready, and then we walked back to the community section where everybody's at. Um, we had breakfast: eggs, bacon. Uh, we had fruits, waters, juices, coffee, hot cocoa. Uh, basically, anything you would have wanted, they had it. So, triple there. You always take care of us. Thank you again for all the great food and all the breakfast and all the snacks that you have for us while we're out there running and putting in this work. So, thank you again. Shout out to you. Uh, but yeah, so we ate and the races also started at 7 o'clock. 
So everybody was going. We now have our roles. Uh, Kayla is going to be runner number one. I was going to be runner number two. And Connie was going to be runner number three. So, seven o'clock rolled by. And everybody's in line getting ready. Um, they say the announcements. And we're off. Kayla takes off exactly at seven o'clock. Um, everything was good. We were getting ready. I needed to get ready because I know Kayla was going to be fast, at least in that particular loop. Um, this was the red, uh, actually, not the red. This was the blue loop they were going to do, which is the four miles. So she took off. I went back to the tent, got dressed, got ready. I did a couple of maintenance things that I need to do, which is I made sure to lubricate my feet. I used a lot of Vaseline. And thanks to that trick that John Chong told me about the Vaseline, my feet don't blister up as much. So I did that. I also used my body glide and I put my sunscreen, got my glasses going, got my headphones ready and got dressed and got my shoes boom ready to go so by now it's about 7 45 kayla estimated that she's going to take about 40 45 to about 50 minutes to finish her her loop and sure enough she was on time she finished that loop in 56 minutes so we started at 7 and then she came in about 7 56 which is kind of nice right on time we did the first exchange, boom, she hands me the, uh, the exchange, the, we had this relay strap that you put on your wrist and you just wrap around you, which is kind of cool, haven't had those in a long time. Um, then we switched and I'm off. So for me, I'm now running the blue course, okay, this is four miles, this was pretty nice, nice and steady, stroll through the trails. And then there's a little bit of hill climbing. It took me an hour and 33 minutes to finish. So by this time, it was an hour and 33, so let's round it up to eight. So by 9.30, I was done. 9.30, I'm running into the finish line so I could swap with Connie so she could do her exchange. So at 9.30, we do our exchange and she takes off. So now Connie's doing her run, everything's fine. Now, it's kind of nice because I was able to rest a little bit longer because I'm the second runner. Because she finished, right? Kayla finished, then it was my turn. Now I get to wait for Connie. So that right there is about an hour. She said she was gonna take an hour. And then after Connie, it goes back to Kayla. And then whatever time she takes, it gives me that rest time. So that's why I put myself in the second as the second runner because I wanted to have that time frame from each of my other runners so I could rest a little bit longer because I'm, I need it. I'm the bigger guy, you know. So now it's 9.30. The exchange, everything was awesome. Um, I Actually, I exchanged with Connie, right? So uh, it took Connie an hour and five. She was actually trying to beat Kayla's 56 minutes, but unfortunately that didn't happen. So it was okay. She was a little bit upset, but it's all good. So she came back. We switched. 
and 9.30, 10.30, I would say 10.45-ish. She came in, then Kayla took her route, which is now the red loop. And boy, does this red loop suck. This was eight miles of pure climbing hell. <laughs> but that's how Coach Ryan likes it. He likes to test your limits. Push it to the limits, baby. If you ain't hurting, you ain't doing nothing. That's what I believe. Um, but yeah, so she took off. Uh, now it's about, let's see, 10.45-ish. And she took off. So let's say 10.50. It took her about two hours, I believe. 10.45. So she didn't get until 12 o'clock. That's when we switched over, okay? So by 12 o'clock, she was running into the finish line. This is when I was, uh, actually, no, I'm, I'm sorry, it's not, it's not 12 o'clock, it's about 12.45, 12.50, and she was coming back. So loop eight, or the red loop, got her, took her a little bit longer to finish. When she came in, she was exhausted, she was hurting, and I'm like, at the loop of hell he's like she's like yeah well you could do it go ahead so we switched off Kayla gave me the red bracelet we switched off and here I am now my experience with this red loop guys it was no joke the first I would say the first two miles were the same as the blue but that was kind of cool you know you know what to expect but then it switches all over when you're gonna go up 500 feet switch Go up, another 500 switch, switch, and this is how I felt, a lot of switchbacks back and forth, climbing back and forth, it was just tedious, my hamstrings, my thighs, my calf muscles, everything was twitching, everything was greedy. My goal since she started, actually since she finished at 12.50, I was going to say, okay, I finished four miles in an hour and 30. If I do the same, finish another four, another hour 30, so under three hours. So my goal was to finish this race or this loop under three hours. So here I am doing my thing, putting in these miles. Look at my watch, it's now uh, 1.30 and I'm like, wow, I'm not gonna be able to make it. I wanted to try to do it in two didn't happen so two o'clock rolls by and I'm like man okay it's already two o'clock okay gotta, gotta get it done get it done so I kept pushing I was running on a few downhills I'm like oh cool downhill from oh downhill just to go uphill again I was like ah oh, man I was hurting to put it that way so I managed to finish my red loop in three hours and 30 minutes so by this time, it's now 3.30, and then I'm running in to do my switch off with Kayla, okay? So 3.30, and we switch off, she does her thing. Now, we are, uh, no, 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 I, I come in, I switch off with Connie. So now, it's 3.30, we're, we um, we kind of gathered up and we're like, man, we're, we're, gonna, we're running out of time because the cutoff was at 9 o'clock. 
p.m. and it's already 3.30. I took too long on that loop. But I, I was pushing, guys. I was going through it. I was hurting and I was just still moving. Uh, on the huge hills, I was actually running it backwards. So that way I wouldn't cramp up. And it didn't help much, but it did help a little bit. It made me, it allowed me to finish. So we, we quickly gathered some information. We're like 3.30. If you go off, it's going to take you about two hours, right? So 5.30, and then it goes back to Kayla, and then now she's doing the red, uh, the green loop. And that might take her another two and a half hours. So right from 5.30, two and a half hours, 7.30, then it goes to me, 7.30, and I could take three hours. See the problem? We would be over the time limit. So we quickly kind of regrouped and we kind of went over and talked to Triple Bear and asked him, hey, is there any way we could do something to allow us to make sure we finish within time? Um, we already finished the blue, we already finished the red. Right now we're about to start our green. However, if we do it in the order that we are, we're not going to make so by this time, apparently um, from just the word of mouth that was going around, there was a lot of people that quit after running the red loop. They were saying, nope, it's too much, too hard. I'm not going to do this. So we had a lot of people drop off. So by the time we had this conversation with Heidi and Aubrey, which are the race directors, they are like, you know what, if you want rest, and at six o'clock, um, one of you should be already out on the thing coming in, and then Jose should be here already resting. At six o'clock, he's gonna take off. And then when your other runner comes in, which should be an hour later, rest, and then both of the other two take off. So basically, at six o'clock, I was gonna take off since I was already resting from the previous. At six o'clock, I was gonna get ready, take off and then Connie was finishing her red loop which she was going to be coming in there like around 6.30, 6.45 and Kayla would be waiting so she could switch over with her and then Connie rest and takes off but since we can't do that because we don't have enough time basically Connie has to be the trooper and finish the red loop, come in and rest for about 20 minutes and then go right back out again and do that green loop which is six miles so just so you guys know the blue was four the red was eight the green was six and by this time i know kayla had a, at least an hour of rest maybe two and then connie was not going to have a lot of rest but the whole uh, the idea with that is they were going to go ahead and catch me and I leave that six so by that time we had three hours to finish the six miles and be done by 9 p.m. right so sure enough after I finished that red loop guys I was hurting everything was twitching everything was cramping so I decided that I was going to take advantage of Structura which was there they're a physical therapy company 
these guys, I love them to death. Gus and his wife, uh, his two employees, they rock. Um, one of them was able to get my legs back to normal, man. He took care of me, he massaged my thighs, my calves, my ankles, and everything. He worked on me. And by six o'clock, I was ready to go. Thanks to him, I was I had fresh new legs, basically. So shout out to Structura. Thank you for being out there, Gus, and thank you for showing your support. So I appreciate you guys and all the runners from Triple Dare. Appreciate it, trust me, and that's 100% guaranteed. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. So yeah, so six came around. I took off. And I honestly don't know like how far back they were gonna take off. I don't know if I showed up at 6.30, 6.45, but all I knew is they were gonna catch me up and we were gonna try to finish the loop together. Now, this is just me and I don't mind running with others, but the thing is sometimes when you run with others, you gotta run at their pace, they don't run at your pace. So in my mind, I don't like that. So I say, well, if they catch me up, great. I'll be here with, waiting for them. And if they don't catch me up, that's fine too. I'm just gonna keep pushing and do my own pace. So that's what I did, guys. I went in there, finished that loop in about two hours and 57 minutes. So close. That red loop, I finished in three hours and 30 minutes. This one I managed to finish in, three, in two hours 57 minutes. So it's about a 30 minute difference, a big difference. So you can see how scale or how much more climbing there was in the red compared to the green. So I managed to cross that finish line like around 840, 830 or so. You know, and the girls never managed to catch me up. However, I knew they were back there. The time was cutting it close. 830 is coming around. I'm looking at the clock, talking to James, which is the timekeeper, and he's telling me, man, you've got like 20 minutes, you need to get in here. So we're waiting and waiting and waiting, guys. Um, next thing I know, we see a couple flashlights coming. I'm like, oh yeah, that's our girls. That's, that's Connie and Kayla. However, it wasn't. It was the Prego team, the Jelly Monsters, I believe it's called. They were called. Um, made of three girls. One was pregnant with twins, uh, but she's also an elite runner. And then the two other were her friends. They managed to take first place in the mixed trail division, which was the team's division. So congrats to them. You girls rock, you took care of it, and you did it with a baby, with babies inside. So that's pretty awesome. And running at night in the trails, big, big congrats, man. My hat to you. So now, guys, the clock is ticking. It's about 8:57, and I'm over here talking to the race directors. I'm like, "So is the night? Is the cutoff at nine? Can we have like an extra five minutes in case something happens or or anything?" And they're like, "Well, the clock does stop at nine, but we will give the team extra ten minutes." that's it nothing else you know you have to respect that timeline if they're within the time frame we'll give it to them but if not do that. so you know we're all, i'm over here all worried looking at the watch 
nine o'clock hits. I'm like, oh man, where are these girls at? I'm over here nervous, and I'm like, no. I, I managed to get my finisher medal, so I got that. I got a nice sawmill medal and my bib and a shirt, you know, and I'm over here excited, but I, I want to finish as a team. So, sure enough, 905 hits, and they're like, man, you got three minutes. Or, you know, you got five minutes. And next thing you know, I see a little flashlight. And then I see another flashlight. I'm like, yes, that's them. Because they were the only two out there. So they needed to be in here by nine. But it's now 905. So I see the flashlights getting closer and closer. Sure enough, there was Kayla and Connie. And they ran, they were running, they were hustling. They run across that line. It's 907. Yes, we finished. I was like, are you girls okay? I I was waiting. Sorry you couldn't catch me, but I, I was on a roll. And they're like, no worries, you finished. That's good. And you girls finished too. <coughs> they were like, did we make the cutoff time? I said, don't worry about it. They were okay. They gave me like 10 minutes. Um, but you finished it. And they were like, yeah. So Aubrey, Heidi came in. They hugged them and they hugged me. And they're like, we got something for you. We were like, what? Yes, we got something for you. Come with us. So we walked over to the podium and she's like, your team got second place in the trail mix. Relay. We're like, what? We got second place? Connie couldn't believe it. Kayla couldn't believe it. How? When? Why? What happened? Basically, since a lot of the teams that were running the relay quit after running the red loop they're like nope this is too hard it's done they decided to quit that actually boosted boosted us up along the ranks because we were finishing those loops regardless we managed to put up those miles so because of that that momentum pushed us up to second place because a lot of the teams fell off there was only a total of 11 teams so that tells you right there we did what we supposed to do. Ava's Avengers showed up, they conquered, they pushed through the pain, they did it together as a team. And what else can be said, guys? It was just unbelievable. That race itself was well put together. So once again, shout outs to Eric, to James, to Coach Ryan, to Aubrey, to Heidi and to all the volunteers that made it possible. Thank you for being out there. Without you guys, we wouldn't be there. You know, because it, it does take more than one person to run a race. It, 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 you need a team, you need a family, you need a community. And luckily, Triple Dare has it. And I'm part of that and I'm blessed to be part of that. But yeah, guys, so that was that. Was that. The girls were super tired, Connie was hurting, and I also find out that Connie actually ended up falling and not hurting her knee, but she managed to push through the pain and ran through the finish line, bloody and everything. So that was, that was great, just inspirational. You know, we managed to put up what we said we were gonna do, we managed to finish the race, and that was that. Now, after we walked all the way back to the campsite, and we asked the girls, I'm like, so what did you girls decide? Did you want to rest? Did you 
we want to sleep over, or we want to take off. They both said, let's take off, we're tired, we want to sleep in a nice bed, we're hurting. And sure enough, we broke down everything, it took us about an hour and 30 or so. By 11 o'clock, we were out you know. We were ready to go. I managed to drive home with no incidents, thank you God. Uh, however, this morning, I decided to do this podcast and just give you a recap of everything that happened since it's fresh in my mind, guys. Um, I'm all stiff and sore. I gotta stretch out. And uh, on the good note, when I left Friday, guys, I was 313.6. This morning, I weighed myself, I'm 305.6. So, what I did out there helped me lose a little bit of the weight. And we gotta continue this journey. Um, this race on June 1st actually put me back on the running schedule that I need to be for my training for Chicago Marathon coming up in October 2019. So please make sure to uh, donate if you're able to. The links are on Facebook, on Twitter, uh, or if you need to email me, you can. My email is mysg3702 at gmail.com. Send me a message and I'll send you a link where you're able to make a donation. All the donations go towards St. Jude or towards the Ronald McDonald. But yeah, guys, that's my recap for Sawmill. Um, once again, shout-outs to everybody out there, to all the people that I saw, all my friends that follow me on Facebook, everybody that supports what I do. Thank you for being you, you know. Thank you for showing me what genuine people look like without drama, without lies, without stress, without problems, basically. But yeah, so... Thank you again, guys, for joining me on this recap. This is my experience of Sawmill 2019, hosted by Triple Dare and Mr. Combs. Peace.